0: Good morning, Sodomites! It's me, your host, Zach Noe Towers, and... It's Christmas morning. Uh, If you're listening to this on the day the pod comes out, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate, um, still Merry Christmas if you don't celebrate. I was raised in a Catholic household, unfortunately. So we did, in fact, celebrate Christmas. Um, It was fun. I feel like, I mean, this year's so crazy with the pandemic. I had to cancel my trip home. So I'm spending Christmas uh, in Los Angeles, California. Luckily, my little sister also lives here. So I'll be seeing her at some point. Uh, but I hope everyone's staying safe and uh, healthy. And if you get to see your family, uh, give them a squeeze for me. Uh, call your dad a tower bottom. That would really make my Christmas special. Uh, I was just for a little bit about sodomy, just thinking about Christmas in general, uh, traditions and stuff. My family had this weird one. At least I have never Googled this. I, I So it feels like my mom came up with it, but I'm... I, I'm willing to bet maybe she didn't, uh, we had this thing called the pickle present and basically how it went was, okay, well, this is my Christmas breakdown. Christmas Eve, we got to open one gift. Christmas Day, before our parents woke up, we were allowed to open our stockings uh, or empty our stockings. And that usually had like a VHS in it of like Mighty Ducks 2 or something. So we'd like wake up at 4 a.m., get our stockings, eat a bunch of candy, watch Mighty Ducks 2 like twice. And then my parents would wake up and we'd open our gifts. But then after we were done opening our gifts, there was one more gift gift and it was the pickle prize or the pickle present and basically what would happen is my mom would shoo us out of the room and hide this pickle ornament on the tree um just like it looks like a big kosher dill deli pickle that you would see in one of those big like jars at a deli and uh she'd hide it somewhere on the tree and then bring us back into the room and like because it was green and the tree screen the pickle was very hard to find uh but Every year, every year, I won. My siblings will tell you I didn't fight fair. They are sore losers. They'd say I pushed people, that I knocked people away from the tree, that I ran in before them. I don't care. I won fair and square that fucking pickle prize every time. But now I'm realizing that it was probably because the pickle was shaped like a dick and of course my hungry gay little eyes like could zero in and focus on a cock-shaped thing from miles away um but yeah sorry jay sorry tim suck it i i can find a dick in a tree um beyond that i feel like In my 20s, like Christmas was still fair game for sexual experiences. And it didn't help that I was also like heavy in my drinking and drug abuse years. But uh, I remember one year it was in L.A. because I used to be a server bartender type. And I never went home for like the first five years I lived in L.A. I never went home because like restaurants were busier and it just made sense to go home after the holiday season. So it was like this year I, I had a studio apartment. And I went out to the bars in West Hollywood with my sister and our friend Miles. And I, I, they were planning to spend the night in my studio. So that's already three people in a studio. My, my, slutty ass, and I mean slutty in the best way possible, brought home a rando from the bars, could not tell you his name, could not tell you what he looked like anymore, brought him home. My sister and our friend slept in my bed. Me and this dude slept on the couch. And then like the next morning we had this like sad Christmas where my sister and I exchanged gifts. My friend was all hungover. And then there's this random dude just sitting on the couch in all these like not cute Christmas pictures. Uh, So sad. Uh, Another time I, this was, oh my God, I'm dating myself, but this was back in the day of like, gay.com and like manhunt so basically kids before grinder there were like websites that you had a profile on and like it was mainly torso pictures at least where i was in the midwest and you would log on and you'd like chat with guys and i uh met up with this dude this was either christmas eve or christmas i think it was christmas eve i was staying at my dad's house he had gone to bed and i like flirted with this dude he found out he was like not far away which was like such a treat if you met a guy in like a chat room like that well i guess on gay.com and manhunt they were like closer to you than like aol but uh i met this i met up with this dude he picked me up and we drove to a walmart parking lot okay romance and uh i think we made out for a bit and he wanted to engage in oral sex. I think he wanted to blow me, but I was like, at this point in my sexual career, I was a little gun shy about having things done to me. I don't know if anyone ever went through that or is going through that or just likes that in general. Um, I've moved past it, but I know I had a lot of fear around like guys doing stuff to me. I wanted the focus to be on them. And yet with this dude, he was a stranger. I still like had, this is probably like the fifth guy I hooked up with maybe and I like didn't want to do anything to him anyway I just remember we settled on me watching him jerk off in his car so like I'm sitting in his passenger seat just watching this like 30 something year old dude jerk it onto his chest and yeah Christmas came twice this year um so stupid. Uh, but yeah, he just blew a load on his chest. I think he wiped it up with like a subway napkin. And then I was like, cool, I guess take me home now. And then I uh, you know, went about my you know Catholic holiday with my father in the morning, and no one was the wiser. Um, and then my favorite Christmas hookup sexual moment. This was another year I didn't go home to St. Louis, Missouri, I went to my friend's house who lived in Southern California, my friend's family's house. And me and this friend did have a sexual relationship, but it wasn't ongoing. This was kind of during a lull or, yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever had that. It's like a friend that you do find sexually attractive. You hook up sometimes. With me and this friend, it was usually like a drunk thing or like a Molly thing. This time I was at his family's house in his childhood bed, so we did not hook up. Uh, not that that would have stopped me in the past. Anyway, all I'm saying is we didn't hook up, but the next morning, Christmas morning, we woke up and he was like super hard and we were just kind of groggily, like, like rubbing each other and kind of grinding on each other. And he was kind of dry humping me and dude came on my leg. (laughs) like like a little puppy like blew a fat load on my upper thigh like all in my leg hair and I remember being so disoriented like it was morning like we were just grinding and all of a sudden I had his babies all over me and I was like what the fuck um so I had to like wipe them off before I like had cinnamon rolls with his mom and it's like that's how you celebrate Christmas that's how um you uh, <laughs> open your first present uh, with a fat load of your friends on your leg. Wow. Every time I do a little bit about sodomy, I'm like, who's listening to this? Am I being canceled? Uh, will I ever be on a Disney show? Um, I guess I'll leave that up to fate. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's good for a little bit about sodomy. Um, Housekeeping, as always, feel free to pledge support to this pod to help secure future episodes. I appreciate it if you're already doing it. Got our first $9.99 donor and I did in fact send him a nude of my choosing. So that is officially on the table, y'all. If you can't, uh, pledge support which i completely understand uh feel free to rate and review the pod on apple podcast we broke a hundred thank you thank you thank you oh and also last week i uh was ranting about being kind of insecure uh after that listener uh made a bet that this podcast wouldn't last a year thank you so much everyone who wrote in was very like much to the contrary, very supportive, saying they still like the pod. And then a lot of people offered ways in which I can diversify questions. And I completely agree with you. I think it's good to have like a template for this, but I think it's okay if we wander. I think uh, there's a lot of fun to be had when the guests and I go down rabbit holes. So while um, the next few episodes are I did. I've already recorded the interviews, so they are a little bit more strict to the to the podcast template. Uh, I I'm gonna wander in the future. We're gonna wander down that sexy, sexy road uh, that we've been walking together, and yeah, just see if we can get d- dive a little deeper, um, into the sex pool. And la, 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 la. I think that's it, though. This guest is truly remarkable. Uh She needs no introduction. Half of you probably know and follow and adore her already. Uh, but for everyone else, without any further ado, this is Come and Suicide with Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, more. Give it to me.
0: Zach Bowie Towers. (laughs) Alaska Thunderfuck (laughs) 5000. How are you? Can we say like why you're doing this podcast? This is a gift. Is it not to um, someone special to you?
1: um uh, yeah my boyfriend loves your podcast and he he just we listen to it in the car and so i'm basically doing it as a christmas present for him
0: well you know you're the christmas episode <laughs> and
1: to myself i mean it's a, it's a pleasure to you know to talk to you and i really do like the podcast a lot and it's um it's it's good it's cool oh
0: thank you this is um yeah. your episodes coming out christmas morning Really? Yeah, you're the Chris you're you're my gift to the world. Oh
1: my gosh, that's so nice.
0: <laughs> uh, um can you say who do you, is it public knowledge who your boyfriend is? Like I want like I tried to stop like I tried to figure it out but like I couldn't. Well,
1: it, I I mean it's not like we're like secretive about it. I mean, no, his name's Gabe, and um, uh, we—he just doesn't crave the sort of attention that you know comes with dating a drag queen who was on TV one once or twice. <laughs> once or twice, um, right? He doesn't—he doesn't crave that sort of attention, which is so um, refreshing and appealing and lovely and and rare in uh, in Los Angeles for someone to not crave. Constant ambient attention.
0: <laughs> it is um. It I feel like it has to be that way with a drag queen. Like it has to be like the gardener flower thing, sort of. No.
1: Oh, I'm su- I'm such a flower, Tina. We I'm know such a flower. Uh...
0: <laughs> flower weed or something. No.
1: Girl dandelion, honey.
0: <laughs> Breaking through con uh, concrete. Um. That's amazing. Well, shout out to Gabe. I'm I'm really like I'm happy he listens and I'm happy you listen. That's very exciting to hear.
1: Of course. Uh,
0: um. So I think everyone who listens to this podcast knows who you are, but I always Google people and like I knew all these things too. You won All Stars season two, um, oh. runner up for season five, right? Of regular Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking recording artist extraordinaire, three full albums all filled yeah. with bangers and you just released mm-hmm. a Christmas song.
1: Yes, I did. And I'm really proud of it. And I'm, you know, I've been promoting it a lot and I'm not the person who's like trying to promote this, this in that all the time. Like I, I, it's exhausting, but I've sure. been promoting this song a lot because I'm really proud of it. And I really love it. And like, I've done a lot of Christmas songs, but this one by far is my favorite. And it's, really gay and and, and fun, and it, I'm really proud of it. It's called Let It Snow, Ivan and Peter Mix. <laughs> yeah, and listen, you can stream it now today is the day to listen to it, or all year, but Spotify.
0: it's, I, <laughs> I, um, I love it, and I want more like it. And it reminds me of um, the Lady Gaga Christmas song. Uh, Did did you ever hear that one?
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, that's good. It's such a good one. I don't even know if that was like officially released anywhere, but it's it's such a – I would put them on the same Christmas playlist. Yeah, that's such
1: a weird, like rarely known song by Lady Gaga, but I love it. I yeah, thought it was great,
0: amazing. Um, okay, well, this is all about sex, so I hope if you and it, just a side note, if you oh don't God. want to talk about anything, just be like, shut up, and like we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um. So the first question is just like to you, like what is sex, and is it good? Um, uh, well, generally,
1: yes, I, I would say it is good. And, um, what is it? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like a frequency and like an energy thing. I love that. Um, so, uh, but, but I, I find that it is good, um, generally and that it is like healing and it's, you know, sacred and it's, um, powerful and generally it's it's good
0: yeah i was gonna say it is like a very powerful thing and you can use it for good or evil and it's it's very uh tricky that way sometimes i think
1: right and that could be i mean that could be said for anything it's like anything can be taken to an extreme and become uh become you know dangerous or bad especially something that is a powerful like sex which it's basically I don't know I mean it's it's like it's the driving force behind all of culture really I mean all of entertainment and all of pop culture and you know marriage and uh, fucking history and like all of it is is rooted I think in like insects
0: i think that too and i've never i don't think i've ever had someone say it uh before me but i think it's surgery like when we wake up it's like we do things to be like a more appealing mate like we 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 like work out and we we shine and we get money and we get the car and we get the flashy thing and we get the jewelry and it's like come on like don't you want to fuck me like don't you want to like make a nest with me
1: very that and I wrote that's what the song I wrote a song called everybody wants to fuck me and it's it's (laughs) not like it's not a song saying like it's a song about you know social media and basically exactly what you just said it's like it's that sort of like it's it's look at me
0: look at me put put, come in me let me put come in you you know what the fuck oh yeah oh yes I wanted the crack so bad um, spin Alaska drift. just opened a tall boy of, uh, Colt 45.
1: Mm. No, I wish. <laughs> you have any? Mm.
0: <laughs> I don't. Is that the, it's spin drift? Mm-hmm. Spindrift? hmm Spindrift, they really nailed it with, like, the 15 calories. Or some of them have, like, nine calories. And that's, like, that's what LaCroix's missing. Nine calories. <laughs> nine. <laughs> what a treat. What a treat. Um, do you remember this is going way back I well not way back you're very young um to the first thing that like made you horny or the first thing that kind of like you acknowledged that sex like existed you know like like the tingle in your body do you remember like any of that
1: I do bicycle shorts
0: on you or on others
1: no just like not on <laughs> anyone just in out of the drawer my my friend Brian oh my god should you I can take name. that out if you want <laughs> Just bleep his last name But he He had bicycle shorts like in his drawer And um, Sorry my phone Was on so unprofessional Oh my god This is a safe um, space
0: you can take You can take a call on this podcast And no, I'll, I'll I, leave I it might.
1: all in <laughs> no. Um, he had bicycle shorts like in his drawer, and they were like so silky and like shiny and like yeah, it was the like visceral material. I may I don't I just really I liked them a lot. I was like, what are these? He's like, <laughs> bicycle shorts. I was like, I need these.
0: You wanted to feel like that tight, silky uh, material all over your body cut two now and I feel like you're um you're in like bicycle short like type garb a lot yeah
1: girl yeah now I'm like get it off of me get it (laughs) away from me
0: it's all so binding um yeah drag is one of the highest forms of art I was just thinking about today I just think what drag queens do is remarkable and it looks so uncomfortable like i'm sure that's like just common knowledge but it's just like man um my hat's off to you my wig's off to you
1: thank you i appreciate you
0: um did you have any like was brian a childhood crush like
1: no not brian um i feel like i sort of had childhood like mental romances with a couple of boys that were on my, like, um, softball team. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there were a couple of boys that, that were really, like, um, cute and dreamy to me, like, as a child, but I, you know, I mean, that's, that's why it's, like, when you're gay, you're just, like, kind of always gay, so it's, like, it wasn't like a sexual thing, but it was like a romance thing in my mind.
0: Absolutely. I was used to get babysat by like the boys down the street and they'd like wrestle me and stuff and I just knew I wanted oh. more of it. Well, I know. It sounds like <laughs> I was molested. Um I was not. But, now like, you get wrestled. They with me around. A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um cut too. I like to get tossed around still, you know. I feel like that stuff imprints like when you were when we were younger. Uh-oh yeah um, definitely any like uh childhood like uh, cr- like uh, celeb crushes or did you do you consider yourself to have like a sexual awakening i feel like i like first like maybe jerked it to like like do you remember mtv's undressed it was like a teen um, soap opera
1: oh work okay no i don't i have no idea we like, didn't we weren't we didn't have mtv
0: like we your household bored.
1: <laughs> we only had, we only had like, you know, antenna.
0: Oh, TV. Fu- yeah! Like the the basic like thirty channels the, or whatever. Five. Oh, five. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: Sometimes Fox. <laughs> it was fuzzy, but sometimes.
0: Interesting. Okay, I didn't know yeah. that about you.
1: Yeah. Um, and my I guess to answer your question, Peggy Bundy was was some I mean again it wasn't really like a sexual thing but I was like she is so pretty and I never understood why Al didn't want to have sex with her that was the that's the biggest plot hole in married with children is because <laughs> she was so gorgeous I was like what's wrong with him like she's beautiful She's everything. Also, Catwoman a little bit from Batman Returns, um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, uh,
0: iconic.
1: Yeah, she's formative to me. Like she, she made me who I am.
0: Absolutely. I mean, she, she like uh, epitomizes both like the fragile woman and the like reborn, you know, badass T. woman, you know tea
1: and she made her outfit out of a fucking raincoat that she pulled out of the back of her
0: closet. <laughs> she did she she's a drag queen in fact <laughs> i mean goals <laughs> peg bundy also i mean that's drag am i wrong
1: yeah absolutely yeah, yeah i i adore her i uh, made a pizza for her once
0: stop wait tell me about that call.
1: Um, I worked in this cafe when I first moved to Los Angeles and it was called Manny's Bakery. Um, it, it, I don't think it's there anymore, but we would get celebrities coming in and one time Katie, fu- Katie fucking Seagal came in and I helped her and I was like, I usually like play, played it really cool if we had someone select, but I, I couldn't help myself. I was like, I heard Futurama is coming back. Um, <laughs> i'm really excited about that she was like thank you can you put a rush on that pizza i have to pick up my daughter from school (laughs) she was very nice but she was like you need to. we need to move this along wrap
0: this up thanks babe (laughs) oh that's amazing she actually seems like the type who would be very sweet in person
1: very nice very lovely very gorgeous
0: Mm, 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 mm. Um, uh, Christina Applegate was a big one for me in that show specifically because she was like the, you know, hot, rebellious, Uh like slutty teenage daughter that I wanted to be, I think. Oh yeah.
1: She's everything.
0: Yeah. Um, well then, okay. So, so far, like these people, these things have all like kind of nudged you towards your like sex life. Was there Mm. any like instigating thing that happened like that led up to your first sexual experience or like, do you want to talk about your first sexual experience?
1: Like with myself or with someone else?
0: Um, let's do yourself. Well, I assume it was yourself first, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. If if you're comfortable, let's do them. Let's do them both. Like what was, because a lot of people like I read about masturbation and I was like, that can't be right. And then, and like, I I did it via a book. And I was like, oh, I, like, just jerked off. Like, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. I heard, like, I heard, like, people joke about it and, like, whatever. Like, I was very late coming to it. Um, but I would, like, do it, but I was, like, afraid of coming.
0: Is this the thing? This is the thing. <gasps> I've never heard of it, but.
1: I was like I, so I would like I mean basically what I was doing was like edging so oh. I would like you know get get really near there but then I wouldn't do it um and then like I accidentally did and I was like it like kind of hurt you know like it's it was like so it was like too much intenseness yep and it and I was like I was like oh shit that's what that is and and i feel like like that monique um queens of comedy set i'm like oh my god i'm never doing that again that is so horrible but i like it now um (laughs) like i got used to comedy
0: was everything (laughs) i rented that from blockbuster video like several times when i was a kid so good
1: so good.
0: Um, That's so funny. Yeah. An orgasm to someone who doesn't know what's about to happen to them is like a very jarring experience. It's uh, like too
1: much. It's too much. <laughs> but I guess, you know, and in French, I, I think they call it the little, the little death Um, is what they call an orgasm. And so I like to think of it as like, yes, it's scary and terrifying and intense and and consider horrible but then when you sort of get used to it it's like it's quite wonderful which maybe that's what death is like it's like we are scared of it and we're scared of getting near it but once we you know do it I think that I don't know it could it it, it could be it could be lovely and like a rebirth
0: I, I love know. that you heard it here first everyone go kill yourselves no don't <laughs> kill <yourself. laughs> not Kids, don't kill yourself. <laughs> it's Christmas morning. I love to think that people are listening to us talk about common suicide while unwrapping presents.
1: <laughs> common suicide. That's the
0: title of the episode. Oh, okay. Perfect. Thank you for doing my work for me. Um. So wait, but then, okay, so the first orgasm was like uh, a scary little death, but did you like you eventually like got into it, got used to it? Yeah. Like enjoyed, like it's something you enjoy doing. Like I definitely like ran around the house, like hiding and like I had siblings and we had a small house. So it was very like uh treacherous to like embark on a jerk off session sometimes. But like, did you get into masturbation?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, luckily I had my own room. I never like people would always make like make, make jokes about like oh masturbating in the bathroom or whatever but i was like th- I, that was never my gig <laughs> um uh, I, like i didn't get it i was like the bathroom is dreadful like i i don't want to like but like like in your situation it was probably you know yeah probably show- the long only showers place to right probably yeah that's like how you had to do it
0: yeah a secret mission um what was your first (laughs) sexual experience with a human was it with a boy yes
1: (laughs) um wait also
0: when did you come out or when did when did you acknowledge you were gay and like when did that did would did you come out um when you were a young person
1: well i mean i officially like came out when i was like 17 or (laughs) around there But, um, yeah, I mean, it it was, it was sort of obvious my whole life that, you know, there was, there's something about Justin, um, (laughs) but it was like, I was like actively dating people and, and so my mom like had the discussion with me, like I didn't, I didn't come out, she sort of like asked me and then, um, then I was out and it was great and, you know, luckily my family's really lovely and, um really nice about it.
0: You grew up on the East Coast?
1: Yes, in Erie, Pennsylvania.
0: Cute. Yeah, so yeah. actually we've very we're the same age and we have a uh, very kind of similar stories I came out around 16, 17. <laughs> Parents fine. You know, like as as far as families go, like very fine. So yeah. I, we're lucky. That's cool. Um we're the Oh same yeah, so age. sorry. I, I, th- I threw us off track. What was the we're, first like <laughs> the first the sexual you experience so you had with someone? <laughs> Wait, you look so young. Um, if that's a the ring same, light. You also the same age? look very young.
1: Well, I mean, there's a team of surgeons working <laughs> around the clock <laughs> to like fend off the aging process in uh, its tracks. Um, but okay, with another person, it was a guy that I met, that I met in um, the AOL chat room. Fuck um, yeah! Fuck yeah! Which which was like basically like wildcat drilling for oil because it was like it wasn't geographically based it was just if you you were just chatting with random gay people around the who could be anywhere so if you found someone in your area bingo ding dong like that was gangbusters that was fierce (laughs) so I met this guy I think yeah we must have met in the AOL chat room but um and I was god damn shit I was like I think I was 17 yeah maybe 16 and Girl, I had the—my family went on vacation to Florida, and I had the fucking trailer to myself. And Tootsarella, it was on, bitch. <laughs> now, my family knew they were very savvy when I—you know, I was like, no, I think I'm just going to stay home. I think—like, I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> no, I'll just stay home by myself. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. i will just going to read— <laughs> Girl, my family was very savvy though. So, like, okay. So, so they, okay. Oh, where do I start? So, (laughs) this guy, and he was like 27. And I was like, yeah, you should come over. No, you should definitely come over. He was like, he was like, are you, are you a cop? Because he had known someone who got busted in a, like a sting with a, you know, a fake yeah. underage Catch person. A predator style. Yes, and so he was very trepidatious. He still came the fuck over, <laughs> and I think, and I'm like, what? I but I wanted it, but I'm also like, as I, like I'm 35 now, and I don't, I the the thought of being even when I was 27, the thought of like going to the house of someone who was like 16 or 17 is unconscionable to me even totally. if they really wanted it even which i did e- <laughs> even if they did and they were pleading i would be like absolutely the fuck not goodbye go to bed call your mom
0: <laughs> totally totally that's crazy i don't even want that like the the uh, that's a child. I mean, like sixteen that's or 17-
1: something. That's babysitting, to That's babysitting. No, thank you. Um, but so he was. He was like, okay, I'm gonna come over. As I was waiting for him to come over, who the fuck pulls up? Someone pulls into the driveway. No. It's my fucking dad who's just popping in unexpectedly to check on my ass because I, because I was home alone.
0: alone. Oh my God.
1: Unbelievable. So I'm like, hey, how's, how's it going? Hey. So he ended up, I, I think he saw that someone was in the driveway and did, and like circled. And then, so my dad left and then the guy came over.
0: Did you have um cell communication at this point or was it like the plan was I... set in motion he printed out quest directions it was like and that. like yeah
1: it was pre cell phone like i didn't have i, I didn't have that oh so, my
0: god
1: so scary so he came over we talked for a very long time cuz i was very nervous he was also like i he we talked for a very, for like hours because I, I didn't want, I was, then I like, we were, we were like looking at stuff on the computer or whatever. And he like reached out and touched my hand. And this was the first time I had ever romantically had human contact with a, with a, (sighs) a a person. Yeah. And I was like, and it like sent like shivers and shock waves through my body. um. uh And, you know, and so then we, like, we, like, laid and talked for, like, hours. And then we, like, started making out. And it was, like, not, it was, like, oh, this is gross. Like, tongue kissing. It was, like, gross. It was, like, a slug. (laughs) Wait,
0: was this guy hot? We haven't even talked about how he looked.
1: No. Not (laughs) particularly. And he had holes in his socks.
0: With like toes poking through,
1: like on the bottom.
0: Oh no!
1: He was not the T. Okay, <laughs> let's just put it that way. I don't want to talk shit on him. I mean, I, I like, I, I, vaguely remember what he looked like, but just his overall vibe was like not the T. Sure. Um, the tongue kissing was so gross to me. <laughs> um, it was like having like a warm slug in my mouth oh. and then I like, I was like sucking his dick and it was like, and it just like didn't smell very good. Like it was kind of like piss no. scented and I was like, okay, we have to stop. We have to stop. And, and I, and I said, okay, I can't do this. I'm not I'm not ready to do this and I sent him on his way and I like cried and weeped and it was very like horrible and oh. sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No. and then your dad came back over um, no
1: no he did not thank God
0: oh my i'm still actually stuck on the dad thing because like i feel like i've almost been like not caught but like you know that moment like when a roommate might be there or like someone you don't want to meet the hookup is like about to come in across your path but it's like your dad was that person like that's frightening yeah um that's so crazy okay so then this wasn't the best first experience did you have like a lull before you tried it again
1: Um, uh, I, you know, I can't remember, but I, you know, I think I was, I think I was still on the hunt. I think I was still, (laughs) I was ready to get back on the horse. (laughs) Um, definitely.
0: Um, chat rooms were very intoxicating because it was like, first of all, the internet was like new. And then you're like talking to your friends in one window. And then like this random guy who maybe like emailed you a picture of his like abs and you're like is this guy really just 87 (laughs) minutes away from my front door?
1: (laughs) I know. It was so, it's so weird. It's It's it. I'm, I'm really grateful to be the, the age I am because I know that there was a world that existed pre internet, pre cell phones. And that is something I treasure so deeply because I think that, You know, the sort of like dissemination of fucking cell phones and social media is really, really crazy and harmful. And I I think the effects of it are going to be really, really bad in the future. But so I'm grateful that I know of a world before that.
0: I was going to say, I feel like we're going to like eventually hit this point where we slingshot back and people like don't use cell phones and get landlines again and then just like. You know, it's like, mm. it'll be like a wave of people who are like, I'm, you know, going out into the world without a phone to like tie me down. It, I love
1: envisioning that. And I hope that you're right. I hope so. Do you remember and coming how home? how elegant.
0: Oh, sorry. What'd
1: you say? It was just, it would be elegant.
0: Oh yeah. I do you remember um, coming home and like checking the message machine to see if like anyone left you a message. Girl,
1: all that. <laughs> all that.
0: It was a thrill. Okay, so that was your okay, what's the first time do you want to talk about the first time you had like like penetrative like sex? Um uh,
1: yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, pe- like penetrating
0: what? Like, well, I guess you already, he penetrated your mouth. Um, I guess anal. Do you want to talk about anal?
1: <laughs> Do you want to talk about anal or, <laughs> um, yeah, sure. That was with my first boyfriend. Um, uh, and we were dating for like several months and, um, it was Christmas actually. Stop. It was like, I, I, he lived with his parents, and so we we went and we um we made love on on his family couch while they were all <laughs>
0: <laughs> which <laughs> like is Santa like Santa fully watched uh some some anal happen
1: very that and which is but that's like so treacherous and dangerous because like i was like 17 i think and i did not know what douching was i did. so you're really like playing you're Fast like and loose. that is that is a gamble <laughs> to fucking fuck somebody who's not douched on the family couch the- i mean it's dangerous the
0: family couch and like was it was it black like was the couch at least like dark dark no i think it was a light it was
1: light in color as i remember (laughs) it was not no it was no it was light in color but you know what i to my knowledge i did not shit all over the place (laughs) which i think is like a thing that it's just easier when you're younger maybe
0: i could see that like i think everything's a little bit easier when we're younger the the hangovers are less like the the Tea. just we re, we heal faster when we're younger you know
1: and somehow i didn't shit all over the place <laughs> i don't that's a christmas miracle
0: <laughs> and your first time um my, this is crazy my first time getting fucked was also on a couch
1: is this the, this is the thing? We're this like, is what we do. This we're, is
0: what we're, we do. We're 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 on this. We probably have the same like horoscope shit going on. Um, okay, so that I'm also like really happy to hear that like your first time sounds like it was like with like a loving partner. Yes,
1: he was very loving. He was very nice. Um, we we loved each other. We liked each other. It it was great.
0: How yeah, did you meet was him? Good. Was it a high school friend?
1: No, um we met I think online as well. It was like in the fucking chat room and that was that. And um yeah, we were like dating each other and like seeing each other and and going out and whatever and my mom my mom worked this was the catalyst for me coming out cuz my mom worked for the school district, but I was telling her and everyone that he was my friend from school. <laughs> He wasn't my friend from school. He didn't go to my school. He was out of high school, actually. And my mom knew this because she worked in the fucking administration office at the damn school. Um, so that was the catalyst for her being like, um,
0: are you a homosexual? Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's so funny. Yeah. Um, amazing. Okay, so do you recall your worst sexual experience ever? Um, uh, there's so many to choose from. Um, <laughs> Hit us with any that like any that you care to share.
1: Well, there was this one. Um, uh, there was this one, and he was in he was in West Hollywood. I mean, we must have met on. This was pre Grinder, and it was when I moved to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and um he was he lived in west hollywood and um his, his username was ticket daddy which i don't know what that means i think it was like he would like get like tickets? broadway tickets for for you know young uh, young trade i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't know but we got to i went to his place and um It's just the vibe wasn't... The vibe wasn't good. And we, like, started doing some shit, and it just... It wasn't... It wasn't right. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I can do this. I have to go. Which... (laughs) I guess I do that a lot. All my stories (laughs) involve me saying I can't do this.
0: I think that's that's great. As someone who like has definitely gotten through a sexual experience to not be quote unquote rude to the other person. Like. Right. I think I'm I commend you for being like from 16 or 17. You were like "Mm, this isn't good. I'm out. Yeah.
1: Um. well, I was like, I was like, uh, well, the part that made it that made it bad was when I was like, I think I have to go. And he was like, he like started yelling at me. He was like, "This is what you wanted!" <laughs> like as I, <I've, laughs> <laughs> as I, as I'm like leave, as I'm like collecting myself and like leaving, he's like, "This is what you wanted." <laughs> And as I was like walking and and leaving and like just distraught and shaken, I remember there was like a sp- a sprinkler on the lawn that went off. And I was like, "Oh my God, that's the Lord telling me I did the right thing."
0: <laughs> and like washing you clean of like your sin. Oh my uh, God, that's so scary! It is. There's I mean, like... it is
1: what I wanted, but that's the thing about consent: it can be revoked at any time. And it's like, yes, that is what I wanted, but the vibe wasn't right, and and I, you know, and I didn't want to do it anymore. And so, you know, so we're not that's doing it. Consent works.
0: Yeah, um, was he older? Did you already say that? Hmm.
1: Yes, he was considerably older. I went. I went through a period of, of dating considerably older men. It was like. It was like, I girl, it, no one was old enough.
0: Stop! Really?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I we and did that fade for you? Like the daddy thing? Um.
1: Yeah, it did. It was it was a phase, and it, and it was lovely, and I and I had a lot of really great experiences, and I I really learned a lot um about like sexuality and about myself and like what i liked and what i wanted and um so like i i'm i'm grateful for that and i and i and i'm always really like shocked whenever i hear like you know old older gay men feeling like discriminated against by younger gay men because that never like i never understood that because like i don't know like people of all people of all ages are great you know
0: completely agree i will say age. when someone like uh starts in on like i'm neglected i'm i'm like well you're not making yourself sound more attractive by like being angry about this like there are <laughs> tons of guys out there who are like very into what you have to offer like just look See. for the. we're not everyone's type you know yeah um it's also i was gonna say very scary like because you are like can i call you twinkie uh okay i mean you're you're like you're like um uh i oh my god everywhere you're thin and you're like i imagine like when you were like younger like and with like these older guys like this guy who screamed this is what you wanted there's like a scary moment about going into a power dynamic where this guy could you know knock you on your ass you know what i mean it's like i just think they should be um more aware of like kind of like the power they have to like make you feel comfortable or uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So that was a pretty, that was pretty bad and scary. Um, do you have a,
1: <laughs> it's very possible. He's still out there. I don't know. He might be listening.
0: Just roaming the streets or yeah. Following your career with a fucking, uh, magnifying glass. <laughs> um, buying all of the tickets. You come to one of your shows, he's bought all of the tickets and it's just him sitting in the front row. Take it, daddy. Take it th- yes. Uh, um, do, you, do you, does uh, time stick out as the best time? This section is called the your first, your worst, and the time that made you burst. Um, right. So do, you, do you have a, t- a time that made you burst or a great sexual experience? Well,
1: I mean, it wasn't even, the the, the one that comes to mind is it wasn't even, um, it wasn't, I mean, I, I guess it was sexual in nature. Um uh, and it was right after that sort of horrible, like ticket a daddy first time. No, 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 no. The, the horrible first
0: time. Oh, oh, we, oh.
1: Um, I met this, I met this other guy who was, who was closer to my age and he, um, we met in the, in the AOL chat room mm. again. And it was so fortuitous that we were both in the same city and we went out like on a date, and we like went and like he he took me and like his name was Joel, and we we went and looked at fucking ATVs, like kind of like like four wheelers and shit. <laughs> But I was just like, so, he was so dreamy. I was just like, oh my God, yeah. He was like such a, such a guy, such a dude, yeah. you know? Like, oh my God, yes, we're looking at four-wheelers. Ugh. Um, <laughs> and then we, like the time came to like take me home and and we were like, no, we kind of want to like kiss. So we went down the street from my childhood home and we went behind this like this like play this like garage kind of building and we like made out in the grass uh. and that was having had the sort of really like gross and awkward first sexual encounter this was like so nice and it was so romantic and and we were just like we were and i enjoyed making out with him very very much like i re- i remember like how beautiful the like nape of his neck was and like the his his hair growing out of his head was so beautiful (laughs) and and like we were making out in the grass which I guess I was also like oh this is really educational because making out in the grass sounds really romantic but it's actually quite awful because you because we were covered in scratches and bug bites (laughs) because it's very like rough and and Horrible, but it was very, very romantic and very, very nice. Um, so that's like that. That was a really lovely experience. <gasps> Caveat to this, however, <laughs> we hung out again. We went on another date where I went to his house, and um, things went a little bit further. He jizzed in my mouth and I spit it out all over his couch. um, So he had to flip the cushion Uh, again, couches, Couches. Um, (laughs) couch dates. Um, And then the next morning, you know, we were like in bed and like, kind of, you know, like started like, uh, you know, making out and whatever. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to sit on your dick. And I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 I was like, "We didn't discuss this. You don't have a condom. Like, what the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "No, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that, diva. Um, uh, this was pre. You know, like this was like if you don't use a condom, you are going to die. Yeah. This, this was my. You know that that was just how it was. Um, so that was like." Weird, but it was fine and it was nice and whatever. And then I, and then he, then he ghosted me. And this was pre ghosting, even being a phrase, because now ghosting is just something that people do all the time. But he, he, he didn't uh, speak to me. He did, he didn't return my calls. He, like, we never spoke again. And it turns out, and then when I met, okay, so that happened, and I was like, what the fuck? What happened? It was so sad. Joel. Joel. <laughs> um, then the the boyfriend who who I had my first like anal encounter with, who I was dating for a while, we were talking when we when we first met, and he was like, and I was telling him about Joel. And he was like, wait. Joel, wait, he did the same thing to me. And apparently this was Joel's behavior. He did this with a lot of people. And apparently he did it to the wrong bitch once because someone wrote a letter to his parents. Oh my God. And his dad was a preacher and outed him to his family because he he ghosted some queen who was pissed <laughs> and vengeful. Which I don't condone, and I don't because that can be really dangerous to out yeah. somebody uh, to their family. But it's I I wonder where Joel is, and I hope that he's doing okay.
0: Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> Joel got his Jesus Christ girl. She goes, she goes
1: to the wrong bitch, whoever that was. That that was like a story I heard years later. Uh, was like, oh yeah, Joel. Oh, I know him, honey. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs>
0: He's living on the streets now because his dad kicked him out of the house.
1: I don't think that. Well, I don't know. I hope that didn't.
0: Happen. No, probably no, no, probably not. Um, that is wild. Oh my god. Also, loving the couch thing. This is a. Uh, there's a. There's a theme to the episode.
1: Couch dates and car dates. I have to talk. I have to talk about car dates. Oh, we, we ha- they have to have an honorable mention. Did Wait. you do car dates all
0: the time? I mean, yeah. Four yeah. Sh- cars were like the only like safe. I feel like I blew some guy in the back of his truck bed when mm. I was like eighteen, I think. Although my timeline was fucked up, I did th- definitely sucked a dick before I had my first kiss. Before I- before I had my first slugging, um,
1: <laughs> warm slug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, dude, what do you What's your ex- car experience?
1: Well. It, like you said, it was, it was the, it, like, and my first boyfriend, it was, it was very, it was the only place we really could hook up for a long time. And it isn't the most comfortable thing to do, but we made it work. We would, like, pull over into a field and, like, you know, <laughs> get it together. And I couldn't, I couldn't, like, climax for a long time it was like i we which was part of our like building of our like trust with one another and um in our relationship because it was like i just i couldn't you know i couldn't get there but eventually i did
0: was it like um was it um a performance anxiety thing or was it like do you know what it was now that was uh hindering you
1: I I don't know. I mean, maybe the car, maybe the fucking car. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I was going to say back
0: then, too, like, my desire was much stronger than my desire. My desire to fuck was much stronger than my desire to be comfortable. Um, So there's a lot of craning, a lot of, like, stooping over, a lot of legs on on the ceiling, you know? Very that. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Okay, okay. So we're transitioning into Hot or Not. If you've listened to it, it's just, like, I have a list of things. you say yes. if you find them hot or not, you can you can defend your answer, you can explain your answer. Um, Do you remember hot or not.com? Is that, that I'm guessing that's what this is based on. That's one of the first one of the first guys I ever met was from hot or Cause oh did, were God. you on that site?
1: I didn't subject myself to that. It's a horrible website. <laughs> it's a horrible, demeaning, ghastly website.
0: It's before we knew about mental health, I think. Uh, the wild, wild west.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we come from the age before mental health.
0: Oh my god, where they were just like toughen up, like that's the world. <laughs> we're all awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hot or not, eventually, so beyond rating people, they eventually switched to you could, I think, pay to match with people, and like I matched with this guy and like okay. partied with him and his friends and stuff. Work. Yeah. And he actually lives in LA now, and he's dating a guy that I had like an Instagram crush on for forever. And I'm like, "This is something's going on here. I'm supposed to learn something, <laughs> but I'm not." <laughs> um, okay, uh, veins, like veiny.
1: Hot. It's like where blood comes from. That's like the life force. That's, that's great. I
0: agree. Um, strict tops.
1: Hey, Uh hot. We need those in the world.
0: I love that. The world
1: needs those.
0: Um, pubic hair. Hot. Yeah. Okay. I like it too. Within reason, like that. That classic, like the guy yawns or lifts his arms, and like you see, like the like baseline where it like meets the (laughs) jeans. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Within reason, it's hot. Yes.
0: Oh, so there is a tipping point.
1: Do you have a book?
0: What's up? What is this
1: book you're holding? Is this your notes? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just a little. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, when I it's went like a... to
0: Thailand, I bought like a bunch of these like little notebooks because I have no. Do you do you have notebook? are you writing a lot like song wise and stuff?
1: Um, uh, yes. And I, I recently got um, matching notebooks for me and Jeremy. I got I got it um, for him as like an early Christmas present. But it's like the Golden Girls palm leaf print like notebooks yes i've been writing in it i love i was just
0: watching your um golden girls tarot youtube oh yeah
1: oh yeah girl
0: i love it um um accents
1: oh yeah hot great love it
0: uh bossy bottoms hot fabulous um leaving a mark sex like sex that might leave you with a mark
1: Not, not for me. No, 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 no. You don't leave a mark on the merchandise, Tina. (laughs) This girl, this is my job. I, I literally hate having, having fucking marks left on me from anything. Like once someone zipped me like into a garment and I was like, that's gonna leave a mark, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that it wasn't the pain. Like I don't give a fuck about. But like you can't this girl, this is my vessel. It's, it's my job. You can't do that.
0: It's everything. It's your money maker, baby.
1: It's like putting a ding in someone's car. Like you can't do that.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um sex on the beach. Like literally sex on the beach.
1: Um I I would prefer the drink more than the actual action because I think sand. Is- sand the (laughs) anti-sex it's it's like such
0: a nice concept but there's no way to enter a beach and not leave with like a mouthful of sand yeah um come
1: um yeah
0: sure okay you seem a little bit on the fence about that
1: it depends on like where and like in what context
0: um, you're at a job interview, and the person throws a, <laughs> a gallon odd. of it on your face. Very
1: good. Uh, see, no. See, it, it has like a bell curve of like <laughs> there's a certain amount that is acceptable where it's, where it's getting placed. Once you reach too much of an amount, then it becomes ghastly and horrible. <laughs> it's a bell curve.
0: I agree. Um, Musk. Or like a like a scent, you know, like a natural scent.
1: Um. Yes, that's nice. Okay.
0: Okay. Oh, do you prefer that to cologne or perfume?
1: I abhor
0: cologne. <gasps> do you
1: really? I detest it. I do not like that Axe body spray and like anything scented is not is not the tea. No. 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 No.
0: So are you like an essential oil person? Do you do like oils or something or like natural deodorant or what's your like thing?
1: I, I use Tom's natural deodorant, which is, you know, basically like just praying that you don't sweat or smell. It it doesn't really do that much, but I don't mind. Like I, I prefer my natural scent. I think it smells like chicken and I like the smell of chicken. (laughs)
0: I was going to say yeah, Tom's deodorant works about as hard as a white girl named Bianca. Um <laughs> not very. Um okay, um threesomes.
1: Um uh, I mean, if that's what you're if that's what you like, then like go for it. Personally, I think it's too it's it's too hard to focus. There's like too many things like too many dicks and too many like people too many mouths and it's like and like i don't you know like i've had a like a couple of threesomes in my in my life and i just find it very overwhelming it's like there's too much to attend to here (laughs) it's too much work and then you're like am i neglecting this person am i being am i like shading them by not so it's like I, i i it's not, it's not my vibe. But if that's what you're into, like, go off. You're, sis.
0: you're too much of an empath to have a good threesome.
1: Far too much of an empath. Yeah.
0: Or maybe you just need like an itinerary, like from twelve oh one a.m. to twelve ten a.m. We will be eating asshole of of person C. You know. Yes. Uh... Um, monogamy. Hot. You're a you're I... a a one man band or a one man. I don't, I wouldn't say woman, but like, you know, person.
1: I'm a one man man, uh. (laughs) woman. Um, uh, yes, I enjoy and love the, the fruits of monogamy very, very much. And it, it wasn't always that way, but I mean, now it's like sort of taking off the table. The idea of, especially now that there's like seemingly an endless, possibility of like sexual partners there's like an app on your phone there's multiple apps on your phone where you can look at a grid of thousands of individuals yeah. that you can possibly fuck taking that off the table for myself has been something that has been like really healthy and really good for me um uh, like mentally spiritually like physically health wise like the I yes. And and I'm glad that, you know, and I'm glad that um I I want I want like kids and young people out there listening to know that that is that monogamy is an option and it is possible. Girl, like learn who you are, have have sex and and be free and whatever, but also realize that like monogamy is you know, a viable option as well.
0: Absolutely. It's something you can work you have to find the right person to to work to to work with you know yes yeah definitely that's beautiful uh, thanks um okay and then we're almost done if you can okay. believe um this is just like a quick round of advice people sending questions and we can like answer them together um so this person um oh I'm 19 and work in a small shop that's still open during covid my boss 35 flirts with me i think he wants it is this a, a a yes or no situation my instinct is like this is treacherous
1: yeah no don't do all that i mean i it's no no no, don't do all that don't do
0: all that because even just in general like uh, uh, the like 19 to 35 thing aside the boss employee thing aside like Working in like that's just I, I hooking up with a regular coworker, I think is treacherous enough. You yes. know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Don't do all that. Um. This is interesting. Um. And this is like I'm. We're, neither of us are qualified to answer this, but it's. Uh, mm. <laughs>
1: I love that kind of advice.
0: <laughs> um. It takes me extremely long to come, even longer when I'm with a partner. Do you have any mm. tips or tricks? Um. Uh, I mean. You know,
1: so, f- find a partner who you know that works for. Because I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure there's someone who's like like I'm not. You know, I'm not. Um, I I'm not. I mean, I if I glance at my dick, I I will come uh, <laughs> quite quickly. Um, but no, I. Uh, no, there, there, I'm sure there's someone out there who will enjoy the fact that you take a very long time to come. I'm sure there's someone out there who who will love that.
0: That is a great. You just have to find an insatiable bottom if that's uh, yeah. if that's the gig. Um, Put also, it out like, front I, and like, center. I've dealt with like I guess coming issues in the sense that like or I've 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 toyed with removing stimulation like porn to kind of get back mm. in touch with my body and like mm-hmm. what feels good. And I think like a lot of us do get like, cause even like you said, like grinder, grinders, interactive porn, you know, we're stimulated by yes. like nudity and like videos and like, I want to do this with you. And like, you're down my street. It's like, I think it's overstimulating. So I would maybe say, yeah, like try to get back to basics and like feel yourself out. Like Christina Aguilera back to basics. Yes. That's what that was about. Um, <laughs> is about coming. Yeah. <laughs> um and this last one um I want to get better at ass eating. What should I do? And like <laughs> I can only answer this at uh because from like the receiving end I don't eat <laughs> a ton of ass. Um but do you have any outward tips on like ass eating? I
1: you know it, it's always like Like, it's like when, like, straight guys are talking about, like, oh, how do I eat pussy? Oh, you spell your, spell the alphabet with your tongue. Like, that'll get (laughs) them. It's like, no. I don't think there's one. I think it's more like being attuned to what, what is good for your partner. So, like, I don't know. Listen and respond. It's like an acting, an acting exercise. (laughs) Listen and respond. I don't know. Feel it out. (laughs) <laughs> feel, it, feel it out. I don't know. Vibe with your partner. There, there is no. And each person is going to be different. Yeah.
0: Um, my advice is to get as sloppy as humanly possible on the whole. Uh, it can't be wet enough. There can't be enough tongue. Um, just really go at it. Like you're, it's the best ice cream cone of your life.
1: Okay. That's, see, that's great advice.
0: <laughs> um and then the last thing or second very second to last thing is um do you have any advice for little Alaska like before you began your sexual journey? Like knowing what you know now about like sex, like is there anything like any warnings or any advice that you give to little you?
1: No, I'm very like I w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't interfere. I <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't interfere with the past <laughs> because I you know I'm grateful for the the journey that I've been on and and for everyone who I've come into contact with whether it was good or bad or or whatever. Um no, I would no, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything.
0: Wow, you just kick that little fucker in the face and say figure it out. No. Uh... <laughs> um that's that's actually that's very beautiful um and i'm really happy that you have not like stumbled over anything that you would change you're living a regretless life regret free life
1: well uh, i aspire to yeah it isn't always it isn't always that way i mean well i guess okay maybe i would say don't don't throw a tantrum when you're on a TV show about drag queens and it's the, almost the last episode. (laughs) Don't throw a tantrum, but even that, no, I wouldn't say that because, because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have won drag race if I didn't throw that tantrum. They, they told me
0: that. Just stick to no advice. No advice is great advice. Don't interfere with the
1: past. It could change the whole course (laughs) of everything
0: um okay and the last thing we do on good morning satan and by we i do mean me by myself is um one round of fuck Mary, kill oh, <laughs> this was damn. interesting for okay. you I, I didn't know how to build this um but uh bicycle shorts your softball team and uh four-wheeler bro dude um uh
1: Bicycle shorts. I would marry. Um, (laughs) I would fuck my softball team, and uh, I would fucking. The third option would go for.
0: Kill four wheeler. Okay, or sorry, like four wheeler guy. Four wheeler wheeler out of his misery. (laughs) Um. Thank you so much for being on the pod.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh,
0: Not that at exact same pleasure talking to you. Um, Anything you would like to, um, any socials you want to drop just in case or anything you want to get the word out about?
1: Um, uh, well, usually Instagram, you can find everything through there. So that's at the only Alaska 5000 or go to alaskathunderfuck.com. Um, and um make sure that you stream let it snow ivan and peter mix now on spotify <laughs> and merry christmas merry christmas oh also new years we're doing this new years queens thing and i'm hosting it with bob bob the drag queen
0: amazing um, my ruby cool uh,
1: yeah so that's going to be really fun but you can find like all that stuff on instagram or my website or whatever
0: amazing and thank you gabe again for bringing me the beautiful alaska
1: <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right bye bye Ooh, what a treat of an episode. Thank you again, Gabe, for bringing Alaska to Good Morning Sodomites. Uh really made my uh my Christmas uh, special. So, thank you so much. I'm still stuck on Alaska not having advice for her younger self, which feels cold-blooded, but ultimately I respect. Um there's uh a lot to be said about not interfering with the past. Um Aside from that, I did want to apologize, I guess, to everyone uh, for the title of this episode. Uh, I am just now realizing that some people are very triggered by that word, um, not come, the other word. And uh, just because I'm not, I should take that I should I should still take that into consideration um I should have at least said trigger warning we briefly mentioned suicide in this episode but I was brief and fleeting and I don't mean to make light of the subject at all um yeah as comedians we're just I mean I I personally am a little rough around my edges uh and I forget that other people are not there are a lot of smooth edged bitches out there and I say bitches lovingly um (laughs) but yeah, I think that's it. If you are listening to this on Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you're not happy holidays or, you know, happy winter or hello from the past, Um, I hope you're having a good life. If you're listening to this at home, uh, I hope the whole family got to hear this episode. I hope your hot dad is is kind of intrigued by the sound of my voice. And if there are any hot dads listening, feel free to slide into my fucking DMs, sir. Um, But I think that's it. Rate and review the pod, pledge support. And until next week, keep sucking and fucking. Merry Christmas. I love you. Bye.